0: So let me go ahead and start. I'm gonna start off with a short prayer. Father Jesus, you are good, Jesus, and all that you do, Jesus. Lead us, Jesus, today, Jesus. Lead us during the sermon, Jesus. Lead us in our study, Jesus, as we read your word and look to your word, Jesus, for your guidance and for your will, Jesus. In the holy name of Jesus, we want to thank you, Jesus for what you have given us today, Jesus. You have given us the breath of life, Jesus. You have gifted us with something rich, Jesus. You have gifted us with something new, Jesus. You are blessing us with visions and revelations and dreams, Jesus. You are gifting us, Jesus, to be refined in your holy will and by your holy way and by your strength, Jesus, and by your will, Jesus. You are pointing us forward. You are moving us forward, Jesus, and helping us and refining us, Jesus, by the power of your Holy Spirit, Jesus. You are all powerful in all that you do. You are giving healing and deliverance, Jesus. May you deliver us today, Jesus, in all truth as you lead us by your Holy Spirit, Jesus, which is the truth, which is our comforter. You are our comforter, Jesus. Your peace that you have given to us, Jesus, your peace that you have left with us, Jesus, we want to thank you with all our heart and soul, Jesus. We want to say hallelujah, amen, in the holy name of Jesus. So on the last sermon, we talked a lot about um, patience and how sometimes we have to wait on on God. We have to wait on Jesus, even in times um, where you know we are unsure of where to go. We are unsure of where to turn. We are unsure unsure of what to do. And so um, in this sermon, we're gonna be looking at truth, freedom, and the comfort of Jesus. So he comforts us in those moments where we don't know what to do. He comforts us in those moments where we might've done wrong because he's not a, a, a God of condemnation. That's of Satan. He convicts us and he builds us up from there And so the first scripture we're going to look at the first one we're going to look at, hold on one second. First one we're going to look at that Jesus led me to is first Kings 12. First Kings 12. This is dealing with jeroboam this is dealing with jeroboam so we go to first first kings 12 13-33 if if you remember this this area of the old testament solomon had just had the kingdom taken away from him and given to his servant His servant Jeroboam, because of what he did with all the many wives that he had and those wives um, caused him in error to worship idols because they all came from all the other nations around him. And so Moses, um, God, um, through Moses, instructed the Israelites not to do that. And so the kingdom was taken away from Solomon and given to his servant Jeroboam. And this caused a split between northern and southern kingdom the southern kingdom being Judah, the uh, northern kingdom being ten tribes okay Southern kingdom being two tribes that's um, Benjamin and Judah okay and so in first Kings 12 we're going to read uh, line 13 through 33 it says here it says and the king answered the people roughly and forsook the old men's counsel that they gave him, and spake to them after the counsel of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, and I will add to your yoke. My father also chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. Wherefore, the king hearkened not unto the people, for the cause was from the Lord, that he might perform his saying, which the Lord spake by Ahijah, the Shelanite, under Jeroboam, the son of Naboth. And remember, who's speaking here uh, saying he's not going to take the counsel of the old men. He's going to take the counsel of the young men. This is um, Solomon's son, okay, Solomon's son, okay, and his son didn't take the counsel of the older men, the wise men. He took the counsel of the young men, which... You know, they acted um, many times off of their feelings, okay? And so this is this is Rehoboam, Solomon's son, Rehoboam, okay? So it says, wherefore the king hearkened not unto the people, for the cause was from the Lord that he might perform his saying, which the Lord spake by Ahijah the Shelonite unto Jeroboam the son of Nabata. So Ahijah spoke to Jeroboam that he was going to be king, and he was going to take the kingdom away from Solomon. He also spoke to Solomon and told him all this was going to pass. So when all Israel saw that the king hearkened not unto them, the people answered the king, saying, what portion have we in David? And OK, and so this is the, the northern kingdom talking, all the ten tribes talking. Um, what portion have we in David? What portion have we in Judah? Because um, David was of the ki- of the lineage in the, of the tribe of Judah. Solomon was of the lineage of the kingdom of, of, of Judah. Rehoboam, this is Solomon's. Son of the lineage of the the tribe of Judah. What portion have we in David? Neither have we inheritance in the son of Jesse. And David's father was Jesse. To your tents, O Israel, now see to thine own house, David. So Israel departed unto their tents. But as for the children of Israel, which dwelt in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. So Judah. Stuck to the, um, the southern part, the southern end, and Rehoboam reigned over Judah. Then King Rehoboam sent Adoram, who was over the tribute, and all Israel stoned him with stones that he died. Therefore, King Rehoboam made speed to get him up to his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel rebelled against the house of David unto this day. So Israel rebelled against the house of Judah. Okay. And it came to pass when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come again that they sent and called him unto the congregation and made him king over all Israel. Okay. So Jeroboam over all israel there was none that followed the house of david but the tribe of judah only okay and when rehoboam was come to jerusalem he assembled all the house of judah with the tribe of benjamin okay there's the tribe of benjamin a and fourscore thousand chosen men which were warriors to fight against the house of israel to bring the kingdom again to rehoboam the son of of Solomon hold on one second alright so we see Benjamin 104 score thousand children men which were warriors to fight against the house of Israel okay so they started fighting amongst each other um, well fighting you know against Israel to bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam the son of Solomon so why they were fighting against each other um, because at one time all the kingdoms were together. These are these are um, we, we're related. Everyone's related, okay. But the word of God came unto Shemaiah the man of God, saying, "This is a, he's a prophet. Speak unto Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and unto all the house of Judah and Benjamin." And to the remnant of the people, and to the remnant of the people, saying, Thus saith the Lord, you shall not go up nor fight against your brethren, your brothers, children of Israel. Return every man to his house, for this thing is from me. They hearken therefore to the word of the Lord and return to depart according to the word of the Lord. Then, okay, then Jeroboam built Shechem in Mount Ephraim and dwelt therein and went out from thence and built Penuel. Okay, so it's not that these places weren't already built. Now he built them up more. He fortified them more. And then it says in line 26, and Jeroboam said in his heart, now shall the kingdom return to the house of David. If this people go up to do sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord, even unto Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they shall kill me and go again to Rehoboam and king of Judah. So he's trying to prevent them. He's saying in his head, if they go to do sacrifices in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, they're going to turn from me. They're not going to, they're not going um, to, to we, we, I want this split to fully happen. If they're split up. They're split up only in um, in politics right now. But spiritually, their heart is still, they still are, are, are dedicated to Jerusalem. They're still dedicated to Judah. They're still dedicated to, to the Levites, which do the sacrifices for them at Jerusalem in the southern part of the kingdom. Jerusalem is in the southern part of the kingdom. So they had to travel down there during the feast days. They had to travel down there when they had issues that they were dealing with, sins that they would have had to deal with. To make the animal sacrifices, to do the temple service, you know, to offer to make their offerings. OK. And so he's saying he wants to take that. He wants to, to frustrate that. Whereupon. um, OK, so it says even to Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they shall kill me and go again to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Whereupon the king took counsel. He took counsel. He asked the people. What should I do? And made two calves of gold. A similar calf that was made on Mount Sinai. And said unto them, it is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. It's too much. Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. This right here. Was our, our, our greatest stumbling block these these idols, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show I'm gonna show everybody um, what Jesus has led us to, with the reason why and how it still is to this day. Behold, thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt, so falsely given the credit to an idol. Which has no power, has no personality, no nothing, can't move, can't speak, anything. Blind, deaf, and dumb. You know, Jesus is the true God. And he sat the one in Bethel, and the other put he in Dan. So Bethel and Dan. Okay? And this thing became a sin for the people, went to worship before the one, even unto Dan and he made an house of high places and made priests of the lowest of the people so just 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 any old person could be a priest any old person could be uh you know they could they could they could just they could do whatever they wanted to do they could just any old person could just be a, a priest and we know that the family of levi were specifically charged by god and and um made responsible for the things of the ark of the covenant for the tools and for the um uh, the tabernacle they, that's what their specific role Was okay it says And he made an house of high places and made Priests of the lowest of the people which Were not of the sons of Levi so they Weren't Levites. this is just like This is just like What the um, the new age does You know they, they, they just Call you to do it has nothing To do with your calling it has nothing to Do with what Jesus called you to you just Any person can do Whatever they want to do And they're they're called, everybody is called to, to take a leadership role, which is not right at all. Everyone has a place to fit in inside the body. We've learned that about the body. All the pieces in the, in the limbs fit together in the body to make the body strong. To all for all the and all the pieces to work together. And so it says, and Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month on the 15th day of the month like unto the feast that is in Judah and sacrificing unto the calves that he had made and he placed in Bethel the priest on the of the high places which he had made so um high places uh tall hills tall mountains making um you know we see this in the movies when the um you know when the when the, the, the monks go to the high mountain and they and they go up and they and they find a temple on top of the high mountain these are high places you know this is this is exactly what this is so he 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 mocking mocking God. He made a his own feast on the eighth month on the fifteenth day of the on the eighth month on the fifteenth day of the month, like unto the feast that is in Judah and offered upon the altar. So he did in Bethel, sacrificing unto the calves that he had made, and he placed in Bethel the priests of the high places which he had made. So it was just like what we see in the New Age and this occult stuff, and we, we see we see this stuff, you know. Um, instead of praying. You know, people are meditating, you know, um, instead of, uh, you know, reading the, the word of God, people are saying um, mantras over and over again, you know, and, and that's going into you to the person's heart instead of the the, 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 um, the word of the word of God, the Bible, you know, the truth, you know, um, this is this is this is. You know they even have um, the laws of attraction you know which is uh, a complete uh, it's, it's, it's a complete false narrative and then the other end that this that's Satan's narrative that's Satan's laws but you have the laws of God the laws of Jesus you have the ten Commandments you have the you have the the, the, the Ten Commandments right here you know, and and so this is what we're looking at. We're looking at a mockery of who God is, a mockery of his sacrifices, a mockery of his temple service, a complete mockery of the holy things of God, the holy things of Jesus. And so it says, So he offered upon the altar which he had made in Bethel, fifth the fifteenth day of the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart. And ordained a feast unto the children of Israel. And he offered upon the altar and burnt incense. Okay. And because of this. Because of this. He um, had to suffer the consequences for that. So Jesus led me to, to 1 Kings 14. Just a little bit further up. 1 Kings 14. It says at that time Abijah. The son of Jeroboam fell sick. So this is Jeroboam's son. This is later on now. Jeroboam has a son. And Jeroboam said to his wife, arise, I pray thee and disguise thyself that thou be not known to the wife of Jeroboam, to be the wife of Jeroboam and get thee to Shiloh. Behold, there is Ahijah, the prophet, which told me that I should be king over this people. So he's going back to Ahijah and take with thee 10 loaves. And cracknels and a cruise of honey. And so now he's seeking out God. And this happens. You know, we go through crisis. We seeking out. We seeking out Jesus. But if we're not in line with Him, we're not in line with His laws. or we're not in agreement with Jesus, let's let's look at what happens. And take with thee ten loaves, and cracknels, and a cruise of honey, and go to Him. And he shall tell thee what shall become of the child. And Jeroboam's wife did so and arose and went to Shiloh and came to the house of Ahijah. But Ahijah could not see. Okay. Could not see. For his eyes were set by reason of his age. And so we think, sometimes we think because of um, what we've put over ourselves, what we've put um, in front of people for, to, for people to see what we do behind closed doors that we think that people can't see it and this is this is what's going on here he's um, told his wife to go in disguise but also knowing that Ahijah is blind okay so Ahijah is old and older now and he can't see for his eyes were set by reason of his age line five and the Lord said unto Ahijah Behold, the wife of Jeroboam cometh to ask a thing of thee for her son, but he is sick. Thus and thus shalt thou say unto her, for it shall be when she cometh in that she shall feign herself to be another woman. So. Jesus straight up told him what's going on, gave him a word of knowledge and told him what was going on. The truth gave him the truth. Remember, the, 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 the name of the sermon is truth, freedom and the comfort of Jesus. Okay, because he's going to he's going to show us the truth and that's going to free us. This is the truth. And it was so when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet as she came in at the door that he said, Come in, thou wife of Jeroboam. Why feignest thou thyself to be another? Why are you um, acting like you're another person? For I am sent to thee with heavy tidings, heavy tidings, heavy news. Go tell Jeroboam, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, for as much as I exalted thee from among the people and made thee prince over my people Israel and rent the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to thee or to you. And yet thou hast not been as my servant David who kept my commandments and who followed me with all his heart to do that only which was right in mine eyes. We're saying you didn't follow my commandments you didn't follow my laws you didn't follow my statutes you didn't do as David did you didn't do as he did but has done evil above all that were before thee you've done worse than everyone before thee for thou has gone and made the other gods in molten images to provoke me to anger and has cast me behind thy back therefore you've forgotten all about me cast you you cast you, he said, He cast me behind your back. And you forgot all about me. Therefore, behold, I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam and will cut off from Jeroboam him that pisseth against the wall and him that is shut up and left in Israel and will take away the remnant of the house of Jeroboam as a man take away dung till it be all gone. Him that dieth of Jeroboam in the city shall the dogs eat. Remember, later on in in, um, in First Kings, we're told about a similar fate um, from for Ahab and, and um, Jezebel, who suffered a, a similar death because they they did some of the same things. Him that dieth of Jeroboam in the city shall the dogs eat, and him that dieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. For the Lord hath spoken it. Arise thou therefore, get thee to thy own house, and when thy feet enter into the city, the child shall die. So he's saying as soon as you go back into the city, as soon as his wife comes back into the city, that child's going to die. Jeroboam's son is going to die. Arise thou therefore, get thee to thy own house, and when thy feet enter into the city, the child shall die, and all Israel shall mourn for him and bury him, for he only of Jeroboam shall come to the grave, because in him there is found some good thing towards the Lord God of Israel in the house of Jeroboam. So even in this situation, we have to recognize who Jesus is. We have to recognize what type of personality he has. He is still patient. He is still patient compassionate he is still long suffering he's saying even in that even in even in his son there is found some, some good thing towards the lord some good thing that's really something that that this 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 part of the scripture always blows me away moreover the lord shall raise him up a king over israel who shall cut off the house of jeroboam that day But what? Even now, even now, he's he's saying it's already it's already in, in motion. Even now. For the Lord shall smite Israel as a reed is shaken in the water. And he shall root up Israel up out of this good land, which he gave to their fathers and shall scatter them beyond the river because they have made their groves, provoking the Lord to anger. So scattering them beyond the river, he's talking about the river Euphrates. And of course, beyond the Jordan River, they were scattered and they were sent to Assyria, the Assyrian captivity. This is all the the northern 10 tribes were sent to Assyria. Later on, Judah was sent to Babylon. Okay. And he shall give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, who did sin and who made Israel to sin. So they followed after Jeroboam like any, you know, he was a bad example. That's why he said, you know, that you. You you, you left me behind. You left me. Completely behind, you have cast me behind your back. And he didn't he didn't he didn't come, come out of that. He didn't repent for it either. At this point he's still not in repentance with any of this. And so he was a bad example, he led all of Israel to follow behind him. The rest of the ten tribes followed behind him. And Jeroboam's wife arose and departed and came to Terzah. And when she came to the threshold of the door, the child died. So as soon as she came in the entrance of the door, he died. Just like Jesus said that he would. He died. And they buried him and all Israel mourned for him. According to the word of the Lord, which he spake by the hand of his servant Ahijah the prophet. You know, anytime anybody, um, it says that the whole nation, all of Israel mourned. That means that he was, he he was, um, he touched everybody. And he was, he really was, um, there was something good in him that others could see. When You know, when you see a good, a good, a good spirit, when you feel a good spirit you there's everybody makes a connection with that person and the rest of the acts of jeroboam how he warred and how he reigned behold they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of israel and the date and the days which jeroboam reigned were two and 20 years so he reigned 22 years and he slept with his fathers and nadab his son reigned in his stead so his other son nadab um, reigned over israel and Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, reigned in Judah. So um, Rehoboam's over Judah. Rehoboam was 41, one years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord did choose out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. And his mother's name was Naamah, and Ammonitus. And Judah did evil in the sight of the Lord, and they provoked him to jealousy with their sins which they had committed above all that their fathers had done. For they also built them high places and images and groves on every high hill and under every green tree. So we learn later on that this is what they did. This is what they did. Um, Jesus is speaking ahead and and telling us what they did. Because some of them did follow after Jeroboam. And there were also sodomites in the land. So there was homosexual activity going on. There were also sodomites in the land. And they did according to all the abominations of the nations was the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. So all the nations that were around them, the Ammonites, the Philistines, um, Moab, all these places, all these nations. They provoked him to jealousy with their sins. Okay. There were sodomites in the land and they did according to all the abominations of the nations was the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. And it came to pass in the fifth year of King Rehoboam that Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem and he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He even took away all and took away all the shields of gold which Solomon had made. So this is the first This is one of the first um, sort of punishments that that, that Judah suffered because of this. And King Rehoboam made in their stead brazen shields, or bronze shield, and committed them unto the hands of the chief of the guard, which kept the door of the king's house. And it was so when the king went into the house of the Lord that that the guard bare them and brought them back into the guard chamber. Now the rest of the acts of Rehoboam and all that he did are they not written, written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all their days. So they warred all all their days, all the time that they were alive. They were, both of them were warring. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. And his mother's name was Naima and Ammonites. So she was, she was from, from, um, from, she was an Ammonite. Okay. And Abijam, his son raided in his stead. So after Rehoboam, a Abijam, his son uh, came up. Okay, and so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna backtrack just a little bit because it, it says here, it says here, hold on a second. Hold on one second here. all right excuse me all right so we're gonna look at this this uh short video that explains um dan and now this is dan this is one of the places um where um Jeroboam had set up these golden calves, and we're gonna we're gonna look at this briefly. All right, tell me if you guys can see that. Can you guys see that? Can you see it? I'll see it okay all right I'm go ahead and play it it's pretty brief real brief
1: biblical site of Tel Dan, we are shooting this talk right in front of the altar here and the high place, so the significant thing that happened here in Tel Dan that we're going to be talking about, and of course we're going to be talking about some of the back story so we really fully understand this place, but right here where the steel is, that was the altar, and then up above that was a platform, and that is what Jeroboam did. He built two altars with golden calves one was in bethel which is south that's kind of in the southern part of the northern tribes and then in tel dan he built this golden calf now what takes place here is pivotal because this is now going to be the beginning point the first chapter in the downfall of the ten tribes of israel and their eventual deportation. So at this biblical site, we'll be looking at the location of this place and why that's so important. We'll talk about the historical background of this location. We'll be looking at some of the amazing places of interest at this site. We'll see the key events in the Bible that took place here. And we'll end with the faith lesson in order to learn the major lessons God desires for us from this important biblical site. So I think you'll find this video very enlightening and transforming to your life. Now, the location of the city of Dan is in the northernmost part of Israel, about 24 miles or 38 kilometers north of the Sea of Galilee. It is in a well-watered lush area, which is superb for agriculture. It's at the base of Mount Hermon, which is Israel's highest mountain. The mountain provides most of the water for the Jordan River and the northern part of Israel. Now, this mighty city of Dan was located on the crossroads of major ancient travel routes. Of these, the main travel route was called the Via Maris, which linked Africa and Egypt with Asia and Europe. The earliest findings from a settlement at Tel Dan date to around 5,000 years B.C., Later, a city was built here during the Canaanite period in around 2,700 B.C. The Canaanite city was approximately 50 acres or 25 hectares in size and dates to around 1,850 B.C. It was surrounded by a wall which reached a height of 30 to 50 feet or 10 to 15 meters, and was around 25 feet or seven meters wide at its base. The tell is identified also with the city of Laish, or also known as Leshem, and was captured by the tribe of Dan in the period of the judges. The tribe of Dan found it difficult to deal with the Philistines in the area which they were allotted, which was between Jerusalem and the Mediterranean Sea, and therefore decided to go north in search of new territory. In Judges 18.27, it says, they proceeded to Laish, a people tranquil and unsuspecting, and they put them to the sword and burned down the town. There was none to come to the rescue for it was distant from Sidon. They rebuilt the town and settled there, and they named the town Dan. After their ancestor Dan, who was one of Jacob's sons. After conquering the city, the Danites renamed the city to Dan in around 1350 BC. When referring to Israel, the phrase is often used, which says from Dan to Beersheba. It says in 1 Kings 4.25, Judah and Israel live safely. Every man under his vine and under his fig tree from Dan, even to Beersheba all the days of Solomon. So once again, this was a phrase that was used. Beersheba was to the southernmost part of Israel, and Dan here was in the northernmost part. Now, in order to help you understand and appreciate all that happened here, let's take a tour and show you all the places of interest at this amazing site. We'll start at the park entrance, which is on the west side of the city, and move to the east side of the park. And you can see a map here of what we'll be looking at. And as we go through the tour, we'll be referencing this map as well. So we'll start with the park entrance. From here, visitors enter and are introduced to an amazing historical site that encompasses both rich blessings and deep sin and destruction. And we'll be talking about this later on in the video. Entering the Tel Dan Reserve is like stepping into a wonderland. There are many bubbling brooks that feed into a large running river. Tall treetops reach for the sky, and the ground is always shaded and refreshingly cool, even at noon on a hot summer's day. It's no wonder that some 7,000 years ago, people chose this area by these springs as the spot to make their homes and set up their civilizations. Now, the water source for Tel Dan comes from a massive spring. It is one of the most plentiful springs in the Middle East and is fed by the snow that accumulates on Mount Hermon every winter and then trickles down to the springs at the foot of hill. massive spring cool water at a steady temperature throughout the year. Of the three sources of the Jordan River, the Dan Stream, which originates here, is the largest and most important. Cool bubbling springs flow from the base of this area around the trees and they're populated by rare salamanders and invertebrates. It consists of two major springs called the Tell and Lesham Springs. Now, next, we see this false god worship site that Jeroboam set up. And we'll be talking more about this in detail, but just a brief overview here. In 930 B.C., the kingdom was divided and Jeroboam established false god worship centers in Bethel and here in Dan. He erected a golden calf in Dan and built a building to house the sacrificial high places. The altar stood in front of this large platform surrounded by only chiseled stones. A metal frame that you can see here indicates what the shape and size would have been. What I want to show you up close here is the altar. So we have the altar right here and you can see the size that it would have been. You can see the stones here. So this was the altar. Here's where they sacrificed the animals. Up here is where the platform For the golden calf was at. So so the sacrifices were made here to this golden calf. So as we mentioned, in the same way, in Jerusalem, you had an altar in front of the temple to the true and living God. Here you had an altar to this false God, this golden calf. Near this area, archeologists discovered a round reservoir from the Hellenistic period, as well as animal bones. On the western side of the site, The team uncovered small altar rooms and priestly chambers with special implements or utensils for offering which included shovels and other various items. On the massive platform that you can see here is where the golden calf that Jeroboam erected was located and we'll talk more about this later on in our talk about this site. So what I want to show you here now is we have the altar down below then right up here was the platform. And then the golden calf sat up here on the, the platform. Large golden calf. Huge. And then once again, the altar down there where they sacrificed to this golden calf uh, right here. Now there's also a command post lookout here. Now these trenches served the Israelite Defense Forces until the Six-Day War in 1967. They show a view of the old patrol road, the slopes of Maherman, the abandoned Syrian outpost of Nukhala, and the village of El-Hiyam in Lebanon. Now, as you can see in the front of this gate is a large plaza. This would be an area where the townspeople would gather, they would meet, they would talk. They would just fellowship and get together also in front of the gate is a bench or small raised platform on which the ruler or judge of the city would sit. It's possible. This is where the delegations made offerings to the king of the city at the base are small decorated stone pots that are believed to have been used for supporting a canopy over the small platform just to the side. Along the wall is a bench that was likely used for the elders or prominent leaders of the city So in the Bible it talks a lot about the elders the leaders the kings the judges meeting and sitting at the gate entrances So you can get it.
0: All right So we're gonna go ahead and pause that there Were y'all able to see that Y'all able to see that clear enough? Okay, all right. So, like, like I said, again, you know, deal with this, we deal with this, the same thing and today. And we haven't really gotten away from this same Issue, but we are, Jesus is about to free us from this. Okay, and this has a lot to do with America. Um, Tell me if you guys can see this. I'm going to do this here. Okay. All right. So if you look here, I don't know if you can see this. This is the last graphic that we did for the for one of the for the other sermon, mm-hmm. two sermons ago. Um, there's the golden calf that the Israelites worshipped in um, the Sinai wilderness, and here, right here, do you see what's underneath of that? It looks very similar. It's the this is the this is the raging bull that's in New York that is supposed to be the representative of wall street. Okay. And so again, we still deal with this today. Um, this of course is the statue of Liberty. And again, this is talked about in revelation. Um, when we talk about mystery Babylon or Babylon, the great uh, and they talk about the whore of, of, of Babylon who sits on many waters. This is, What's being talked about in Revelation? The Statue of Liberty. Um, we deal with this to this day. Again, we 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 do deal with this. This is a this this idol was given to America by France, and it was off of the uh, the backs and the money of um, the Haitians. And this is in the you know how how we have um, and from when we talked about Jeroboam with Bethel and Dan. Dan, again, being at the northern end of the southern, of the northern kingdom. It was at the north, up here, sorta. Of. And then you had Bethel, which was down here in the northern kingdom. Now, when um, we talk about, and there's some other things that are there. For instance, there's a um, there's a statue. I don't know if you can see it um, uh, there in New York that depicts, um, the president Roosevelt with a Native American on the on the left and a, and a and a African American on the right, and you know again we have the Statue of Liberty there. We have this bull there, and I don't you know if you can see this. Just like how we had in the North and the South, we have New York here holding the Statue of Liberty. We have Mount Rushmore, which is out here. We are in South Dakota, in the middle of the country. And then in California, we have a, a sort of a, which is sort of an idolatry in itself. People idolize the celebrities. What do we call the celebrities? Idols. We you know we watch American Idol. You know this is idolatry. You know so we still deal with the same thing today. Okay, we still deal with the same thing. You know again when um, when when the uh, in the video they were talking about. That area um, of Dan in the north being like a fork in the road, being like a crossroad. It's the same thing. New York is a crossroad. You know, um, Mount Rushmore is a crossroad. California is a crossroad. You know, and of course that track cutting straight across the country and dividing it in half. Okay, so we still deal with this today. But Jesus comes to bring us truth. He led us to to understand that. This is the same thing going on today. So he brings us the truth, but he also brings us the freedom and he's going to bring us comfort. Okay. He's going to bring us the comfort that we need. He's are going to bring us the comfort that we need. Okay. And so Jeroboam, when Jeroboam did this, he was setting up um, false prophets. He was setting up false prophets. And so um, when we turn, Jesus led me to second, um, second Peter, second Peter. You know, when I said that he just set up any any person, anybody of, of just anybody, any common person can become a priest. This is what we're looking at. So in the New Testament, let's turn to second Peter. Jesus, let me straight to second Peter two, um, lines one and two. It says, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there sh- shall be false teachers among you who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. OK, and so this is exactly what Jeroboam did. He spoke evil of. Jesus, he spoke evil of the, um, of the commandments and he spoke evil of, you know, the, 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 the laws and the statutes. And he told them, these are your gods. These are your gods. This is exactly what has happened to this day. You know, we even in America, we even have the um, the, the right to freely worship as we as we please. Now, and, and there, there's a level of that that's correct, but there's a level of that, to, that, that that's wrong because you have people that practice Satanism, that are worshiping as they please. You have people that practice idolatry that are worshiping as they please. And and we should be rooted in Jesus. You know, a lot of the founding fathers were were masons and practiced uh, uh, occultism and practiced these, these things behind closed doors, okay? But Jesus is gonna, again, Jesus is gonna give us the truth and the freedom, he's gonna comfort us in this. He's our comforter, okay? So Jesus led me to, Jesus led me to 2nd Kings 19. 2nd Kings 19, 30 through 31. It's real short. 2nd Kings 19. And the remnant that has escaped out of the house of Judah Shall yet again take root downward and bear fruit upward for out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant and they that escape out of Mount Zion the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall do this. And so we know that um, Judah, um, it, you know, existed and had scattered um, throughout Babylon, came back. Hold on a second here.